0: What ages?
1: Five. She's just leaving right now. I can see her. And fifteen, my <laughs> big boy. Oh yeah, he's a mad skater. A
0: what? Oh, he's a skate skater. You skate with him?
1: Yeah, of course, man. Come on, you gotta do what <laughs> they love. You gotta live, live their passion. you gonna love it.
0: That's, oh, that's right. That's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. So- all right, cool. So you're, you're skating sometimes. Your property management investors, or property management, property investors sometimes. Uh, so I, when I was looking at your website, you know, there's there's a lot of real estate people in the world. Just saying, uh, there's a whole lot. So I'm like, oh, another real estate guy, um, and I'm like, oh, he's got like a fake photo. Um, I was like, this is, uh, and then as you dive into the depth of your brand, it's like, oh, oh, he's like. Oh, all about this artificial intelligence stuff, and like knows what he's talking about. It, mm, this is interesting. Why did you get started in all of this, Dax? What What gave you the vision to be the leader in this space?
1: Well, one, there was a gap, big gap, and I'm like, well, you know, I, and it's, it's it's been an interesting journey, right, from you know starting doing environmental science and geomatic engineering at university and then going off on a whole lot of tangents of different projects and different industries from defence contracting to management consulting to putting in the National Broadband Network. Um, and it wasn't until now that I found all these disparate projects and tech and stuff has come together in one, um, uh, you know, amazing thing, which is helping people build wealth through property using you know, the artificial intelligence that's now booming and, and growing successfully. So yeah, it, it, it sort of just came out of that. And I'm like, well, we were using it in our business from, you know, January till now. And it was about June, I went, oh, I've got to write about this. i have got to tell more people about this because now is the time that we can actually use AI efficiently where before it wasn't. We didn't have the computer power.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Dax, who who idolizes you more? Joni Ivey or Chris Hemingsworth. (laughs) All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We'll be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Division Pros Live. I'm your show host, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. I'm excited to have Dax Stanley joining us from across the world. He's a cool skateboarder, and more importantly, for the show's sake right now, property investor. And he's going to be talking to us about AI and real estate for the long for long term wealth. And as we go into his website and take a look, that's going to be fun. But before we go into that route. I'll forget. We need to talk about these sponsors a little bit. Cold Click is what we use for LinkedIn automation. Um, and with LinkedIn automation, for those of you who are, I don't I actually don't care where you're at in the stage. We need to be getting in front of more people when we are marketing businesses, visionaries. If you're on the, if you're a visionary who's on the entrepreneurial path, just know that in marketing, the top of the funnel is called distribution, and most companies are failing miserably at getting their voice distributed. They don't know what to do. AI can assist with that, of course, too. When we use Cold Click, it allows us to set up messaging so that we can connect with several hundred people who might be a good fit for what we do. And I don't have to call people one at a time. It's been, decade, it's been more than a decade since I went that route. So if you're not using something, it's one thing to consider. You've also got Buzz out there. You've got uh, things like Dripify, Octopus. There's all sorts of options out there. Make sure you know your options. You can't delegate your marketing irresponsibly without knowing without falling on your face. Last wisdom tip for for the moment. Simply fast websites. Okay, maybe I deceived you a little bit. One more wisdom tip. If you're just getting started, rather than diving into Squarespace or Wix or having your nephew whose qualifications you don't know build your website, consider somebody like Shane. He does $179 for a starter website. I wish I could have done that back in the beginning. Just paid somebody to get it done, uh, given them my vision and, and then focused on being productive not getting lost in the weeds of the online representation of what I need to learn how to talk to people about. There's pivots you're going to come across, get started quickly with with somebody or something. Fiverr and Upwork's another great resource that you could look at to build the first vision of what your website looks like, then forgive yourself, just go on. Progress is far better than perfect, knowing that you can always update it later. I was just really happy when I met him and saw that he was offering websites at 179 bucks. I don't know many people who do that. Then there's the water project. The water project is something that I, by the way, I haven't actually refilled this over the last two hours. I I should have drank this already. Point being, other people don't have access to water like that. There's millions of people who have much bigger needs than those of us who are listening in. I hope that you just take the moment to raise awareness for me um, and with me for this project. Uh, what, what's really cool about them is they show you the different communities that they're impacting, specifically in Africa. And they get to show, you get to see what type of well they're building. It's called a borehole well in most cases, or a sand dam. You get to see the outcome of this project. And so I just, I can't, you know, I, I can't personally move forward with my life and the blessings that I have without taking some time to shine the light on some of the opportunities where we need more help. Um, in the world, more help provided. If you know of another another um, project, another cause, an NPO, whatever it is that needs some help, don't hesitate to take a moment to drop that link in the comments. We do pay attention to those and it may get distributed. It might be something that we bring on and say, in addition to the water project, here's something else that we found a value to help out. You may be the cause of them rece- receiving all the funding that they needed. So without further ado, Dax Stanley, welcome to Vision Pros Live, my friend.
1: Jackson, thanks for having me on board. And I love that that cause the water project. I've just had a look at it and I think uh, yeah, it's a great one to to back. Really good job, Jackson. Thanks for having me on today. Hey, look at that,
0: guys. Like that's like it. Had you heard about it before?
1: The water project? Yeah. No, we you, you go for yes! B1G. So it's yes! really cool. Thank you. It worked. Yeah.
0: This thing works. Yes. You know, like just yeah, thank you. Yeah, like, that's the proof right there. It's like that's why it's so important to talk about the opportunities to help others. You just don't know who you're going hmm. to let see that. What's your, what's your, do you have a cause or a, um, I don't know. Yeah, like a so, local thing?
1: Yeah, So we use um, B1G1, which is buy one, give one. So B1G1.org, I think it is. So anyone who signs up to, well, if anyone who buys my new book, the number one international bestseller, um, uh, we give one day of IT education to Aboriginals in Australia um, for each book that's sold. Uh, and that's a part of the B1G one. So you can connect a product to a cause. So each time they download a white paper, it gives them an educational um, uh, one day education in Africa. That's so really great in that space. But
0: yeah. Ah, ah that's awesome. I love this one. Ah.
1: We're going to have a look at this uh, water project.
0: Right. Yeah, man. We we're, were going to be putting the uh, buy one, give one link on the landing page too, my friends. Um, so feel free to take a look at that. Now, again, these are those pictures I was talking about right beforehand. You know, I was like, Oh, cool. It was like, okay. An AI generated picture. And then I noticed these. and I was like, wait a second. Are these AI generated uh, these, these different buildings, offices, homes? I mean, these are real estate pieces of real estate. And did you do those?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what. My- I've been using AI way back when when we did route planning for the ambulance in 1995, Um, and that was very primitive AI. We had route planned where that ambulance was, where it had to be, and and it route planned. So, you know, and every so often AI would improve, tech would improve, and I'd jump back in. Lego did a mind storm where you could load up a little AI that could do around a maze. That was really cool with my son, but now the computational power is so powerful that generative AI is now alive, which is, you know, just just been an amazing journey over since, what's well, a year? It's 13 months since it came out. Oh, well, you, right?
0: You've been more, more patient than I have in that process. I was more of one of those user complainers. I um, mean, on, on the other side, like, oh, this sucks. I'll wait till it's better. And there you were tackling problems. So that, oh, that's cool, man. Um, we're going to be showing those again. Anybody who's listening in right now, you're going to have to use your AI imagination, um, you know, for the things that we show on the screen. But just know that you can go to Dax's websites again. They'll be in the link so that you can see what types of AI creations he has on there and just study those. I mean, it takes a great deal of, of um, ingenuity. To create images like that, you you got to be looking at some. Anyway, we're gonna dive into that. I'm gonna let you dive into that. I'm not the expert on that. You are. Before we do, who should be listening, Dax? Why Why do you feel they should be listening to you about this AI real estate stuff?
1: Look, I mean, who should be listening to you know property investing using AI? Really, anyone who's looking for generational wealth, you know, you know, exiting the rat race, and you know, you may have read. And what what got me on the path was. You know, um, Robert Kiyosaki's rich, dad, rich
0: poor dad. dad,
1: poor dad, bingo, opens the oh, mind yeah. and starts expanding, you know, and, and so you combine that wealth mindset with AI and it's super powerful because, you know, property investing, if you've ever tried to buy a property or started looking into it, there's so many data points, there's so many moving things, markets move quickly, People like areas, then don't like them. There's you know, the best schools, you know, or government spending, or even when the share market tanks, you know, can affect all all, you know property prices all over the world. So being able to have an AI that can condense this information and bring it into more more focused on what you're trying to achieve for long-term wealth, just an added advantage. It's a new tool that that's gonna Mm. um accelerate your property wealth.
0: Awesome. Absolutely. Now, what's your vision for those that you serve? Let's let's look at the end game of this. So, there's the path to get to the vision, right? But yep. you talk about generational wealth. What does that look and feel like?
1: Oh, it's it's what that looks and feel what that feels like for clients is pretty much relief. Mm. Pretty much freedom. You see, once we've mapped out that 10, 20 year process, they just go, ah, <sighs> yeah? Like you just went, mm, okay, I'm got gonna do it, it. again,
0: <laughs> feels good.
1: Yeah, it does, doesn't it, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. you know, and you know what you need to buy next, and then you know what to need to do next, and you need to know this, and then do that, and then that. And in the end, you can retire, you can hang out with your grandchildren, and when you pass away, you hand on that wealth to your kids and their kids and their kids. You know, it's it's a beautiful goal, vision, driver why you're here and property investing
0: can be that vehicle. I love that you use the word relief. I haven't heard somebody use that word uh, to describe vision yeah. in a long time. Um, so it was refreshing. What's your vision I'm for you, sure. Dax? What do you, what do you see for yourself?
1: Look, my vision is one, generational wealth for my family. Mm-hmm. Two, leaving a legacy of improving the planet and improving our communities. Okay, so you know I'm 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 the president of the Nippers Association, which is surf lifesaving here in Australia, uh, in one of our beaches uh, that I look to improve over three hundred kids and their safety in the water. Um, I've got an environmental eco-village project underway that uh, we're servicing the community where it's much needed, um, where you know we need they produce their own food, they build their own community, um, and increasing the wellness. Uh, and I want to accelerate both those programs uh, as fast as I can to improve Australia, if not the world.
0: Wow, um,
1: so it's a small it's a small vision, but uh, it's very uh, doable. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> It got me on the emotional side a little bit i i lost somebody close to me in a riptide um oh, so you know, it makes me makes me ponder that experience a little bit um yep. is that yeah. so what are you guys doing in the in the ocean project space or or with these yeah
1: stories? so I, there's a there's a great company in america called creature craft um creaturecraft.com they do a non-rollable boat so in big surf, you know, we've got these boats that go out but, and they go over the surf, but they can they can flip over, you know, and if you're trying to rescue somebody in a rip and this boat flips over, you've got to go get another boat, put that in the water, go out, maybe that'll flip. So I found Creature Craft, and Darren's amazing, the CEO there. We've created a, a, an agreement where I can bring these boats into Australia so that we can go rescue more people, be more safe in the water. These boats don't flip um, and and improve the safety.
0: Wow, thank you for sharing that. Uh, they're still in the vision a little bit, still in the thunder, but it's a, it's a good, it's a, it's definitely a fun looking project. So we'll also probably put something out about that because that's just cool looking. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. a this
1: brand website called creaturecraft.com.au. So that's you can see a lot more in there and um, some really cool videos.
0: So you, you may be a, uh, you know, a self-made generational wealth builder. You may work with teams and stuff. You know the hair group, for instance, I am going to dive into a darker subject. Um, so out of all the people that you've worked with and experience in life that you've had, what's the worst leadership experience that you've ever had?
1: Oh, that's a good question.
0: <laughs> the laughter of pain, right? Ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: Okay, so I was a uh, management consultant for eight years. Uh, they used to call me the firefighter. So as a management consultant, we would come in and consult on businesses' management team and how they're going and give them suggestions on how to improve and stuff like that. And me being the firefighter would, I was put
0: into companies <laughs> it over and over.
1: <laughs> yeah I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was put into companies that were on fire yep. and I had to put it out or at least give them recommendations to put it out. Mm. So we'd go in and I'd bring my team in and we'd analyze everyone and, and and you know this one company I can't name the company was was in a lot of trouble. there was you know there's a retail and a commercial side of things and the, the b2b side of things was you know in a big mess. Um, so, you know, a couple of months later, we produced a report that said, you know, you need to do this, this, this and this. Um, and the management, the leadership said, OK, well, you do it. Then. We'll hire you to do your recommendations to turn the company around. Now, that was OK, except one of our recommendations was to sack half the workforce. Okay. And they wanted us to sack half their workforce. Wow. Now, that was probably the worst leadership decision. One, they should never delegate that to a management consulting company. And two, worst experience from my perspective, because I had to stand up in a room of 250 people and tell them they had to go home and tell their family they'd lost their jobs.
0: Wow. So That's crushing.
1: It was, Yeah. Yeah, it's the dark, the dark side of
0: property management,
1: uh, management consulting.
0: Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah. You asked my- Jackson. You asked. I did. I did. You left it, and I'm, am I appreciate the fact that you dropped it and just dropped it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to resurrect that a little bit though, because uh, what? How did you handle that? How? How did you recover from that yourself?
1: I mean, I got, uh, I feel it now. I got shivers and stuff like that. It's awful. It's very- I pushed back and said, guys, you need to do this yourself. You know, um, and I still remember on the day the the CEO, of the B2B section, he stayed home. And I'm just like, yes, you paid us a lot of money to do this, but this is your business. Wow. You know, and you probably can sort of read between the lines (laughs) where the major problem was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) yep that's yeah. well said i mean well, hey it's uh as life happens right learning to see what well, what can we learn from it right what what can what restitutions can we make to um and what types of people do we want to be working with right so that we have the best experiences it sounds like property investor uh property management was a good a good lifestyle shift um, yeah.
1: Well. <laughs> yeah. Look, build. It, yeah. And, and, you know, I guess I was a firefighter for big corporates. Now I feel sometimes I'm firefighting for, you know, a lot of my clients come to me and they're, you know, either, you know, mid forties, even getting closer to 60 years old. And they're like, I've been working all my life. I've got my home, but I don't know how I'm going to retire. Mm. Like, People told me to buy property, so I bought property, but I can't see how to retire. And I love, you know, they've done the accumulation of wealth, they've sat on it for a while, and now I'm really helping families like land this plane into retirement. It feels mm. so nice to actually retire people. Um, you have got up a, couple, a good of clients, couple of clients oh, think- that you now, one of them went off to Japan, he lives in Japan with his family, um, living on passive income. I've got another one out living out in the country with his family as well. Um, and he's still doing developments with me as well, but he doesn't have to, he's got enough cash. Yeah. Very happy.
0: That's amazing. I love that you talk about landing the plane. Um, you know, we, we know the quotes, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Um, you know, we don't necessarily associate that with, with, the opportunities that we have to become wealthy. Um, but the risk that also uh, arises and the fact that you may need a pilot to do what you just said, uh, land at home. So well said, what's your best leadership experience look like? Dax? Oh,
1: best leadership experience. Uh, so I, i so we've over here in Australia, we've got a thing called the national broadband network. Okay. Um, and we, and it's to bring fiber to the home to every single home because we've we had a really bad internet just from you know foxtel and stuff like that so upgrade it 12 billion dollar project over 10 years uh i was i was hired as a um straight out of management consulting to project deliver uh, and i had a team wow. Literally, it was the best thing because I got there and on day one, I was like, okay, so I've got to install a billing system for for this broadband system. So what software are we using? And they went, well, you figure that out. And hmm. I'm like, okay, great. I like this. Uh, and then I would said, who's my subject matter expert on billing in wholesale broadband? And they say, you hire them. <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> this is like blank sheet of paper. You know, $12 million, $22 million, um, and I got three years to deliver. And I just, I had the best time. I built a team of over 130 people. Um, you know, things like dress rehearsals for, you know, go live in software. We all got dressed up in dresses. Um, you know, it just, we, <laughs> we combined high stress with high fun, you know, and I think that worked really well um for everyone on board and it was really good because i was able to select the right management team the right delivery team um and and it was yeah it was great i think that that was my best leadership experience
0: um, wow for three years best best time that's so it's so er, it's paradigm shattering <clears throat> and here's why i say that i love the high stress i find thing that goes right into our power lesson but they said you do it, they said you do it, and it might it might seem kind of natural. Some of the stories that we get for the worst leadership experience are what you described as your best leadership experience. you know <laughs> Where somebody's like told you you're in the business. I don't want to do it. is that what what's can be assumed on that, but they so there's this delegation factor, right? We need to delegate responsibly. They chose you for a reason. Right, So it alludes to letting your executive break free and just run things because you know they are capable of figuring it out. So tell me about the leadership that empowered you. What do you think? Did they know what they were doing when they asked and they just told you to do it or did they not? And I'm sorry for making you throw people under the bus. Um, but yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, that look, just works so well.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, look, I, I have a philosophy that you give somebody enough rope Either they, you know, hang themselves or they hang on to it like a ski and they ski like mad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and it's a balancing act. It's a real balancing act. And, uh, you know, somebody who's got initiative, that's got confidence, that's got that entrepreneurial spirit yeah. um, goes so far uh, to one extent, one extent, and I've, I'm i very clear with my, my team and people that come on board is – You've always got to ask for help. Okay. It's the biggest thing that if they just hide it and they try to fix it and it's not fixing and it gets worse and they ignore it, um, it just blows up. Yeah. And the ability to go to management and say, Hey, this is where I'm at. Here's what I'm thinking of doing. Can I brainstorm some stuff with you? You know, and that really. Creates confidence that you know you're you're um, conscious. You understand risks and issues. You understand that leadership is there for that reason. That is to give you a sounding board, to give you certain advice uh, and feedback on your strategy and where you're going. So if you use if you use senior management that way, um, you know they'll give you the world because mm. they know that you'll come to them when you're you know figuring things out and they can see how you have figured it out and thought about it. And, you know, it's a great thing because once you know somebody can manage that, you can just give them more and <laughs> more and
0: more. <laughs> right. Oh, no, I love that, man. And that's you. You're helping me shed some of the things off my shoulders, some things that I can unlearn or refine from what I've learned. And I appreciate that because it's it can be so tempting to get rigid with how we feel about how our businesses are supposed to grow and It'd be like, okay, well, I have to delegate responsibly, but at the same time, there's a harmony and making sure that you also entrust people with the power they need in order to make results happen without worrying about are they complying with you. Yeah. And, and, your and, and look, well, I
1: mean, I think well. some of the some of the great things you can use with AI and chat is to build some of that stuff into the processes. Yeah. So so you know, one of the things I've got in there is that. Um, if there's any issues or uh, risks that need to be managed we have a process in AI a whole lot of prompts to get them to analyze the risk what's the monetary risk around it what's the cost if this risk becomes an issue uh, and and talk and brainstorm some strategies on how to resolve it yeah uh, and then put that in a report and then send it up to me or send it up to their manager
0: one of the powerful lessons Dax is is uh, alluding to right now, actually putting on display rather is he knows that we've titled this combining AI with real estate and he wants to make sure to deliver to this audience um, and and here and, you know, combine those aspects. For those of you who are listening, uh, those of you who are show followers know that we're going to go into the, the power lesson, but we're actually going to circle right back to how you're using AI with real estate um, and try to dive deep. Fast, right I'm going to put you into that high-stress, high-fun um, scenario as best I can. Right now, the high-stress, high-fun is if you, this is your last lesson mm. for the world. What powerful lesson can other visionaries learn from your experience?
1: I think the the biggest lesson that I've learned, and it's a, and it's uh, and I actually hate it. I actually still hate it and I, I still struggle with it, but I know it's right. It's the the joy and success and and the, the the acceleration of where you want to achieve is in the small stuff that you're not focusing on. Okay, I'll let that sink in.
0: Yeah, the stuff I'm that.
1: not focusing on, the small stuff that I'm pushing aside is where my success is. I know when I clean up that stuff and focus on the stuff that I don't want to do, that I know I have to do, everything else accelerates. But if I let it go and I put it inside and just, you know, it builds up and stress goes up and things slow down. So, yeah, that's the one if of just one lesson. That's it.
0: Well said. That's. Uh, I, heard, I heard what I heard and what you said, Brian Tracy saying, "Eat that frog." Eat you
1: the frog. Yeah, that? eat the frog.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's
1: part of that. Yeah, eat that disgusting yeah. frog first thing in the morning. Get that done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. And it's it's funny. It's <clears throat> it's certainly not enjoyable the moment for for people in some aspects. For me, like I can only speak for myself on this, but. Um it's that it's that muscle building process where then all of a sudden you have that strength and resilience where it's like, oh, that used to affect me and bother me, but now I enjoy it. Now it's part of my capacities and it takes us to new levels. Um, and so that's is that kind of what you're referring to, or is there another level of depth you want to take that?
1: Yeah, and I think you know, the and, and I would say I use AI. Me with that as well. So, you know, I've got all my click up tasks, I've got my emails, I've got um, all my chat GPT all linked up through Zapier so that he can start analyzing everything and pull up things that I've missed and, you know, um, who haven't I talked to in the last three months that is, you know, one of my um, leads that pops up. All these amazing things to be able to manage stuff almost like an executive assistant um, yeah. and cleaning up the, the little things that I don't want to do, but I know I have to do.
0: Get that Absolutely. done. So let's dive in deeper, combining AI and real estate. Um, what, so if we want to do that for the sake of the long-term wealth, um, <laughs> and you know, we've got 10 minutes um, to kind of go down into that. What do, you, what do we do? Where do we go from there? Here, Dax. <laughs>
1: so, Look, the book is the best thing to start with. It goes through, you know, property investing, AI, combining the two. But, you know, I think the first thing is to start understanding what the right way to prompt AI, how to interact with it. It is just another tool. You know, I don't know if you remember when Word came out, Microsoft Word came Mm -hmm. out, or, um, you know, you needed to understand what cut and paste was, and you had to understand what, you know, Line ending words and what's you know a whole range of things. It's the same sort of thing. You're just going to learn how to use it correctly. So, you know, firstly, you're going to tell it who it is. You know, you are an expert property analyst in Australia or in Texas. Um, uh, I am. I am a property investor that's looking for um, for a great property deal to create me generational wealth uh, and then set it, its goal. Okay please analyse these properties within uh, Austin, Texas um, for, uh, for property investment strategies and success. Okay. And nice. We start mapping that out. Um, you know, just having some processes around that is really key. The other thing I'd say, and it's in the book, is having an actual methodology to get that wealth. So um, we have these five P's of Keystone Property Investing. It steps you through every step to go from, you know, where you are now, okay? Um, and that's, that's your, and then what's your purpose? Why are you doing this? What What's your, you know, and I've got all these prompts to help you uncover your vision of why you're doing property investing, yeah? And then the third P is preparing. Okay, what do you need to prepare? You need to prepare your finances. You need to prepare your research. You need to prepare your family. This or where you're going, the fourth P is purchasing. Yeah, we've even got prompts in there around negotiation, which I i love. This one, and it's literally saying, Okay, AI, you are um, an expert real estate agent trying to sell me this property. Yeah, uh, I am uh, a buyer that wants to buy this property, um, and then you give it the description of the property. Uh, it's a property in Austin, Texas, it's a townhouse, it's $600,000. Um, and give it the address and say, okay, now I want you to role-play negotiation strategies with me. You are the real estate agent. I'm the buyer. And at each stage, tell me what strategy should I use to get a better price from the real estate agent? And then you say, now please start. Now, if you Mm -hmm. put that prompt in, it would say, hey, Jackson, how are you? I've got this amazing house in Oxford, Texas that's you know, six hundred thousand dollars. It's got blah 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 blah, and then underneath it says the real estate agent's using the positive negotiation tactic of telling you all the best things about the property. Now you should respond with all some of the negative things about the property that would help you negotiate a better price. <laughs> and then you can ah. have that you can have that conversation. You can say okay, you know, and say all the negative things, and then it will keep. You know, it's like role playing. Before you talk to the real estate agent, and you can do this not just for real estate, but any business transaction that you're there to negotiate, either buying a prop, buying a business, you know, negotiating on supply chain, wow. negotiating on price on products, um, you know, anything like that. Big ticket items are great for negotiating and, and testing, you know. And it's your—it's like being having a coach.
0: Yeah. Well, it's 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 like having a coach. And you know, whether you're using a coach or not in that experience, like let's say you did have a coach yeah. too, you would still benefit and want to layer that tool on, like even more so that saying the rich get richer, the strong get stronger. Um, you know, the, the more you're using the tools available to you, the more likely you're going to get even better results out of it. So you you know, as you analyze that, my brain's thinking like, okay, it's a little bit harder than a one-on-one role play to implement because you've got to learn to copy and paste, like you said, right? You got to learn the mechanics of the tool, but the richness that comes out of that to be able to see both sides and dissect what happened with both sides, that's just, that's deep.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you can really, and if you get right into the prompt engineering, you can really you know, use it very powerfully. And, and there's a section in my book, well, which I call rabbit holing. And uh, ChatGBT and the other AIs mm-hmm. are really powerful in rabbit holing, is what I call that rabbit holing, and what That's they call smart. branching. Yeah? So it's literally like just going, okay.
0: I like your term. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> rabbit holing. Yeah, it's I literally
1: learning it. a subject based on just the topics that it talks about. Um, it's really, I guess it sounds like you've done it before. I'm a rabbit
0: hole, holing man. Yes. yes. Um, you can call me a rabbit holer. Uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So um, rabbit hole. Uh, let's go. Let's go forward. So the, what can you blow my mind with AI and real estate? I have a feeling you can dive pretty deeper. Let's go even deeper. What the go. heck else? Where are we headed with all this? And I, 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 let's go deep into the hole, into the rabbit hole, not, not right. surface level, Dax. So let's dive in, you're talking to, you got a couple of audience members who are like, I already know all this. this, um, you know? <laughs> where do we take them? Yes, excellent.
1: Well, look, I, you know, I've, I've, I've got a group of mates that we sit around and think tank around all these sorts of things. And I love the stuff that comes out of there. And, you know, some of the stuff we're talking about is that, you know, we've got this issue with climate change pretty disparate, pretty upset about it, thinking that the planet can't change, you know, fast enough, you know, but COVID came along and we were able to change the planet in like two weeks. Two weeks, the whole planet shut down, you know, and it gave us this vision that, yes, we can solve this climate change thing very quickly if we have to. Now, over the top of that, AI has come in over the top and it can handle... Massive amounts of data, you know, climate data, political data, strategy data, finance data, and put it all together and come up with a great solution for climate change. Here yeah. I'm
0: getting excited. Hold on, dude. You just like lock, like you just made me think about what if and what if you trained an AI to lead the think tank? Like Watson, yes. like, like, but Watson's old now, you know,
1: like what, what, what I'll blow you even deeper. What if we let the AI run as the
0: government? Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> and just, that's we're, we're, and just
1: Financially, environmentally, socially, there's no bias. There's no big companies trying to pay to get their views, you know, better than anyone else. There's no influence. They're not coerced. They are not. They can't be bribed. You know, these oil companies can't pay out Australia because the company, uh, I, don't, I don't know if your audience mm-hmm. knows, but a lot of the mining companies here in Australia that ship all our coal to China pay zero tax. Yeah. And they make billions. Like if an AI ran this country or ran the planet, it would almost be like, um, do you know a guy called Buckminster Fuller? No. So he, he's an amazing visionary. Um, you should research some of his stuff. Unbelievable. But he mapped the planet as a, and his vision of the planet is we are a spaceship travelling through space. As, as one, we are a spaceship, but we're polluting our own spaceship. We are destroying our own spaceship. Why aren't we improving it? Oh, because these political countries and these people are fighting, blah, 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 blah. But, Australia is the fuel. It's got and Arabia and all that sort of stuff. It's got a lot of fuel, yeah. Americas and and Africa and Europe have got a lot of food production areas. So he's mapped out the whole planet as a spaceship to say, okay, here's food production, here's energy, here's community, and we should all work together. To the point of, so if an AI was able to get rid of all politics and run the planet as a spaceship, as resources, as efficiency to improve us, wouldn't that be better than this, you know, commercially driven, you know, bribes or donations to to governments?
0: Hmm? I said, Hal says so. So I, wow. I get the, both sides. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, maybe <laughs> we would decide it's better without us, right? And we're, you know, who knows? AI could be laughing right now, you know, like, ha, ah, um, you know, <laughs> they're laughing about this, but it's so coming. Uh, but no, well, we, you we, asked we, me know, to go so deep, you know, we, like- we, I, we did. And, and I, I want that. So the. No, it's really cool. That the fact that, you know, you've got a think tank around this, right? If we're, if we've got, if we're making friends who are in these subjects, we're going to explore and understand things that otherwise we just remain ignorant to. Um, and ignorance is bliss in some respects, but I think it's also blindness also leads to, uh, well, not generational wealth. Yeah. Definitely and look,
1: just to finish off, that I mean, I went way out there with political and planet and lots of stuff, but to bring it back into your own business, because I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs and business people on your on your uh, podcast, you can actually use AI, and I can see this happening very quickly as a member of your board or a member of your management team. Now, I was working for a big IT company, and you could probably look, at, look me up on LinkedIn and figure which one company it was. But we had an AI on the board. It would analyze, voice analyze everyone's report as they reported themselves on on the, the monthly report to the CEO. It would do almost like a lie detector. And also the AI had access to the whole database of the whole company. So it could analyze everyone's direct reports as they did it, and then at the end, the CEO would say, which two direct reports should I deep dive with? The AI. And that AI would say, well, this guy's voice was a bit off, and this guy was, you know, not saying the same thing as what the data is saying, so pull these guys aside and have a chat to them. Now, that is powerful because as a CEO, you can't cover everything, yeah. but and and if your direct reports aren't telling you everything, I can help.
0: Absolutely. Or as an company. auditor, I love that. Yeah,
1: before your company tanks, and then you need a firefighter to come in and fix it.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Before that happens, you've given us <laughs> a lot of gold in this. So to repeat You're some welcome. things You're welcome. for those, just to, to and I just
1: clear. want to say, told yeah. Click one of your promotion companies the LinkedIn yeah. stuff. Yeah, very good. Give it yeah. a guy. Give it a crack. It's really good.
0: Woo. Um, Art Hoffman will appreciate that. Um, so I want to, I want to resume. I'm in Spanish here. Summarize. You got high stress combat or combined with high fun. I love that. I don't hear a lot of people talking about that. Joys in the small stuff that we're not focusing on. Rabbit holing you've coined this think tanks, right? If you don't, this is a checklist for you guys, think tanks. If you don't have a think tank or a mastermind with a set of experts in the AI space bucket list, right? Create one, join one, find one. Uh, That was awesome, man. That was a lot of really powerful stuff. Those of you who want to connect with Dax more, um, you know, of course, whether it's through LinkedIn or the resource links below, feel free to do so. You can get the book on Amazon, of course. And uh, we'll, we'll have all of that in the show notes. Anybody who wants to join Vision Pros Live, wants to come in and share your vision, of course, the link's on there as well. You can apply no matter how small you feel your vision might be or, or how loud and boisterous it is. We look forward to seeing you apply. We we, we really hope you do. And uh, Dax, man, this was awesome. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Jackson, it was the best, man. I think it just, you know, what you've got here with Vision Pros Podcast, the whole journey from when I started interacting with you to it now has just been at a really high level of professionalism and fun and enjoyment to get, up, to get here, you know, and you've built that rapport and the process that I felt super comfortable just coming out and telling you a whole lot of stuff, even going massively way out there, which is, you know, You don't do that in mainstream, so I just really want to congratulate you and just say you're doing an amazing job. And, like you said, if anyone wants to get their vision out, talk to Jackson, he's awesome.
0: Okay, you're such Um, a rabbit hole